Welcome to the Weekly Spiral. You are tuned into episode 24. My name is Cyrus. I'm here with my man Casey and my man Durgan. We are, of course, going to take a deep dive and recap the Super Bowl, gives you our thoughts on it, uh, maybe some thoughts and prayers as well for Durgan over here, a little sad, <laughs> obviously. Um, and yeah, after that, we might dive into some free agents that are uh, hitting the market and what we think might happen with them, some of the big names, and then recap our season awards that we predicted and how we fared there. But first and foremost, how are we doing today, gentlemen? Terrible. <laughs> Worst day of my life. I'm sad that football's over, but XFL is an entertaining game. XFL. Yeah, football hasn't Sunday. ended. Well, or Saturday. XFL. NFL football is over. Not a sponsor, so. but if you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, XFL be. podcast now. Are you guys going to watch the XFL? We have a chance. Um, I don't know. If it gains steam, I thought I was going to watch the AAF, and then I never... Never did. Never did. Yeah. Like I saw some YouTube clips. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I just never... Either on some legit networks, like ESPN, Fox, yeah. NBC, like the actual, not like the sub channels, like the actual channels are. So it beats watching, in my opinion, an average NBA game. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a chance. It's going to be terrible. I know that. But it seems to have like a good business plan. I'm excited for it. And the reason I'm excited for it is because it gives sort of it's almost like a like a beta test area for the NFL to like try new rules, yeah, experiment, yeah. do new things, and it gives fringe NFL players the chance to make a name for themselves. So I guarantee you, one or two standout performers in the XFL get some sort of camp deal. Um, oh yeah, come 100%. NFL sure. time, so come not you know training camp. So I, I think it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna be stoked about it, but it'll be fun. <laughs> there's know? no Bay Area team, so there's no like. There was supposed to be interest. one in Oakland. I think yeah, they, really. they bowed out. I don't know what yeah, happened exactly. I don't, they just not bailed. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah, they reasonable. bailed on it. But sense. Oakland needs <clears throat> as many teams as they can get at this yeah, point. Yeah, um, speaking of the Bay Area, let's dive into the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> if we have to. You want to rip the Band-Aid off there again? And- yeah, I'll start off with it. Um, tough game. I was overconfident. <laughs> I never was like, all right, the Niners had this in the bag. I was like texting you guys like, all right, yeah. it's about to happen. Like, it, the comeback's on. Uh I think the Niners are the better team, but I think they were, I mean, obviously they were outplayed for the entire game. They won three quarters, three, three and a half quarters, pretty decisively. Uh, and then combination of bad coaching, uh, mental breakdowns, um, and it's bad decision making. But that's life. That's game. That's, you no, know, it's football. So it's going to happen. It just sucks that it happened Super Bowl and they should have won. Yeah. I think, I think no. they, they played the Chiefs. Ten times they win seven of them, but it doesn't matter because they won. They lost the one that they did play, so is what it is. Uh, hats off to the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes had a good half quarter. Uh, <laughs> he did. It was a really good half quarter. Really good half quarter. Uh, even though his receivers are wide open. Andy Reid, good for him. Uh, he's a good coach. He coached a great game, in my opinion. Uh, and they make good mm-hmm. adjustments. Even Steve Spagnuolo uh, made great adjustments. I think in the second half. Uh, yeah, and I think he was the reason why they won their defensive uh, matchups they played. They kind of started blitzing every play, which shut down the run game. I guess you can't call it shut down because they stopped running. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hats off to them. They deserved it. Uh, a pretty likable team except for Frank Clark and Terry Kill. I'm a honey badger guy, so glad to see him win. <laughs> yeah, it was a good game. Yeah. Um I think what you said about Steve Spagnuolo and his adjustments he made, I think that's what won them the game. Oh, yeah. And you see them, you see that specifically in the Jimmy Garoppolo stats when under pressure. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, I was looking at it, he was zero for seven with two interceptions under pressure. Yeah. Um, And he wasn't under pressure for, I think he was under pressure one of 20 dropbacks in the first three quarters. Yep. And then he was under pressure for seven of his next 12 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And that's when things really turned around. So phenomenal adjustment. Steve Spagnuolo might have just basically won them that game with that adjustment itself. So, um, yeah, congrats to the Chiefs, man. Well fought. Patrick Mahomes is a baller. We've known it. Um, he didn't play phenomenally, but nobody expects I – don't, I don't expect any quarterback to play phenomenally against that Niners defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a good game. Congrats to my guy Andy Reid. Well, <laughs> he got a double well, double, well, well earned, yeah. long overdue. Um, well, did you see his quote that he didn't? How he celebrated? Like, oh, did you celebrate the trophy? He goes, no, I didn't celebrate the trophy. I celebrated my trophy wife. I did see that. So, congrats on the sex, Andy Reid. No. Congrats on the sex. 
big time move. He earned it. He, he earned, earned it. it. He did. He earned it. He did. Yeah. I mean, I, sort of like Durgan said, the Niners outplayed the Chiefs for almost a whole game. It reminded me a little bit of, I think your collapse was less bad than the Packers collapse, but the Packers against the Seahawks a few years ago in the yeah. NFC Championship where the Packers outplayed the Seahawks for about 53 minutes and then in the span of seven minutes or so gave up a 16-point lead and ended up losing in overtime to allow the Seahawks to go to the Super Bowl. And <clears throat> I guess a team like the Chiefs, you got to play the whole 60 minutes. And uh, I don't think it was Mahomes' best game. Um, I don't think he probably – I don't think he should have won MVP of the game. Um, no way. By default, he was going to win. That QB bias is yeah. the worst it, thing just, in the NFL. I mean, <laughs> you have to have, have a terrible quarterback play or some player play out of his mind. Like last year, Elman won because Brady was so bad. And that year that Peyton Manning and the Broncos won, like he played terrible too, but they have Von Miller. Yeah. So no matter what, it's going to quarterback. I would say Damian Williams played out of his mind. Well, yeah, he did play very well, but it was he didn't have the winning. He had a winning touchdown, but it was thrown. I would say Chris Jones played out of his mind. If we're looking at out of it, I mean, yeah, he was a big yeah, reason yeah. that that defense. But but a defense, one a defensive player is going to have a tough time, anyways. Sure. And then a defensive tackle on top of that yeah. is like he's he doesn't have any stats to like look at. He's like, oh, he has one tackle on the game. Like, what are you gonna what are you gonna sell? That's what and speaks Damian, to the problem, though. Yeah, for just, sure. We're yeah, looking at sure. stats and but not it, actual impact. The NFL needs Mahomes to be a new face in NFL. So. I mean, any way they won, he was going to get it. Like you said, he had an incredible, whatever, 10 minutes of the game. And that's the lasting impression that he left on the people that voted yeah. for being the MVP. Yeah, maybe they had to come back and have those crazy fireworks at the end because of his mistakes early on. Like his interception to Fred Warner. Oh, I don't know what. Now the Jimmy G throw. Now <laughs> the Jimmy G throw. Like, All right, Jimmy, you gave us one. I got you. Uh, but, I mean, Damien, no one really stood out to me in the in the game as a whole i mean damian williams had a few plays where he was along the sideline and made people miss which were awesome but he had 60 yards or so before that last 40 yard run yeah so like he had 60 yards on the day he had a a couple touchdowns with the long one at the end and the and the uh go-ahead touchdown that he caught um but is that are you going to give it to a running back that has just barely 100 yards uh, and, two touchdowns. and two touchdowns and two touchdowns and i would even say like sammy watkins my guy my pick from <laughs> yeah. last week who i thought could have an impact he played really well too he did but i think for a receiver it's got to be it's gotta, like, you gotta have like yeah. 10 receptions a couple touchdowns you have to have all the receptions yeah. in a bad quarterback play every reception like edelman like last year like he had no. like yeah over 50 percent of their catches um but now you're right uh i'm gonna Okay, my top four reasons the Niners lost and who is to blame. Number one, okay. Kyle Shanahan. His play calling was terrible at the end. We argued about this, and you guys thought he was playing too aggressive. And I think... He, no. No, 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 not aggressive enough. And I was saying he's playing too aggressive. Why is he throwing the ball in the fourth quarter when he had to run the clock out? You go... Now, when you go to the prom, you dance with the girl that you brought... The girl that brought them to the prom <laughs> was the running game and the offensive line and just pushing guys back. And that's what they dominated for the first three quarters. And then when it comes time to run the ball, he tries to play hero ball with Jimmy G. And that's when they start blitzing every time. And they ran no screenplays. Mm-hmm. No screenplays that like last quarter, which is mind-boggling. And the one rushing play that they couldn't stop with Debo Samuel on the reverse. Yeah. They ran three times and he had like 54 yards rushing. Yeah. Yep. Why did you not see that when they were literally blitzing up the gut? They weren't doing anything exotic. That They were showing six in the blitz and they brought six every time. Yeah. So why aren't you doing something, you know, get outside? Uh, and I guess the next person to blame is Jimmy G. But even that pass play to Sanders, the deep one that he missed, that's not an easy throw. That's 45 no, yards sure. down the field. Yeah, he's open, but he's not like wide open like he has step on the guy well but also uh, let's be real jimmy g's not a good deep ball thrower no, he's not. at all he's not at all. like i think uh i saw a stat if i can find it jimmy g i think he had like one throw over they, 20 they, yards they, they in the entire season yeah, they don't throw the ball deep yeah like, they, they just lowest don't. in the nfl i think six percent of his passes were 20 yards or more yeah so I mean, they, they just don't so i mean i, I didn't understand that uh sherman third guy played a terrible game like he's awful. I said last week, I challenged him, and they did. He could not stop anybody. 
And then the fourth guy, I got to blame the other corner, Emmanuel Mosley, who was the one that gave up the third and 15 to Tyree Kill. One pass yeah. over 20 yards in the playoffs. want to just clarify, not the regular <laughs> well, season. Well, I mean, granted, they only but, had like 10 pass attempts going into the, this game. Yeah, so, well, true. More than that. But, Barely threw the ball. But um, yeah, no, it's disappointing. And poor Shanahan, like now he has two collapses in the Super Bowl. So it, it's going to be tough next year. Either Niners are going to have a really bad year next year. Not really bad, but big seven to nine, eight and eight, and just look out of sorts, or they're going to be out to prove everybody wrong and be thirteen and three, twelve and four again. But uh, yeah, it sucked. It sucks big time. I'm still, I still a Shanahan guy. I think he's still a top three coach, but he has to prove something next year. I don't think he really does. I think those play calls were fine, and people were open, and he schemed stuff open, and the Chiefs just out executed. Chris Jones batted two balls down. Uh, I forget what the safety what the safety's name from the Chiefs that jumped that slant. Fuller, um, yeah, it might have been Fuller that screamed down like as soon as like he diagnosed it super just fast Fuller, and yeah. almost intercepted it. Like there were just some outstanding plays by well. the Chiefs, and uh, play calls were fine. The, the Niners just didn't execute at the end, and that's sort of what it came down for me and to in the fourth quarter. Um, Sherman obviously had got beat deep. Um, Devontae Adams ran the same exact route Mm -hmm. that Sammy Watkins did on him. Same release, same little stutter step. Um, Richard was Sherman and was in the same coverage up press cover three and uh, got beat the same exact way. So I don't think Kyle Shanahan has really anything to prove. He got him there. I think he called a balanced game. I don't think you can uh, against a team like the Chiefs, like, I'm sure a lot of 49ers fans felt like, a, especially at the end of the first half, why aren't you throwing the ball? Why did you run it twice? Why didn't you call a timeout? Else, yeah. Be aggressive there. Why are you being passive there? But on the flip side, if you call three pass plays and get three incompletions like you did against the Seahawks earlier in the year, and now Mahomes has the ball with, you know, a minute 30 left to go score at the end of the half, now you're going to crucify him for that. So there's really, it's all good in hindsight. Yes. Like, it's easy to criticize, oh, you should have done this, should have yeah. done that. But... I thought he was relatively <clears throat> aggressive in the fourth quarter, which is what you want. And if you're paying a guy like Jimmy G what you're paying him and you believe in him, and eventually you got to trust your players. You want to get the ball to Kittle, a guy that saved you, right, when you're against the, the Saints, right? That's not necessarily a time to – you could have milked that clock when you had to lean at some point. You trust your, your guys to make plays. And ultimately the Chiefs guys are the ones that made the plays. So I don't know. I think he's – the premier coach i think he's the new sean McVay. everyone's gonna go to try to yeah, find someone like 100%. him another young hot guy that's uh i don't think he's new sean McVay. i think he's what people thought sean McVay was sure and a lot of it depends on personnel Gurley wasn't the same True. guy yeah. if you lose joe staley or someone retires on the offensive line and the offensive line isn't the same for kyle shanahan he may start to struggle I mean, um, but staley missed like seven games this year and they were still yeah, sure, yeah. but he, he's a leader and Fair someone enough. that yeah. I, I see does a mean. good job. Um, but you never know. Football is a wild sport. Like Any injury can happen where all of a sudden a scheme could crumble for, for some unforeseen, yeah. for unforeseen reason. A la Jimmy Garoppolo tearing his ACL last yeah. season. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to crucify Jimmy G for not being the guy and you want to trade him away and get Philip Rivers or Tom Brady or something, yeah, like idiot. go back one year yeah. and no. see how the 49ers I, I, look. I'm, I'm still a Jimmy G guy. Yeah, and I also, can I just say, I absolutely hate this Kyle Shanahan choking narrative. I think it's the worst take out there right now. Um, the guy was in the Super Bowl twice. Just getting there alone yeah, is I agree with that. borderline impossible, and it's very difficult to, to do that. And he had this game. Um, it was very close. It was nothing like the, the Falcons-Patriots um, game in my mind. That was that was sort of that was worse. that was worse. But you're an offensive coordinator in that in that game, so it's a little different. In this game, Niners held their own. You're playing the best quarterback in the league. You're going to expect something. This is a team that every playoff game they were down by I think ten or more points, and they came back and won mm-hmm. in every game against the Titans, against the Texans, and then against the Niners. So you know that that run is coming, right? It's a, it's about whether you can stop it and have you scored enough points to have that point differential going into the fourth that you feel comfortable that you can weather that storm. And, you know, I don't think it was enough from the offense, 
whether that's Jimmy G's fault, whether that's play calling, like Casey said, hindsight is twenty twenty. If Jimmy G threw some dimes and you saw George Kittle, you know, run after catch and, and score some touchdowns, we're not having this conversation. Yeah. But, you know, I, I I see why people are upset and I, I think people just inherently need it need to blame something. Um, you know, I don't think it's I don't know if it's play calling. I don't know if it's Kyle Shanahan at all. I, I think he's one of the best young coaches. Niners have an extremely bright future. Mm-hmm. Um, poised to pick, you know, some you just shore up that interior line, get some new some young fast DBs come in behind Sherman maybe uh, with <laughs> yeah. some speed. Uh, another <laughs> wide receiver weapon can't hurt. You know, Emmanuel Sanders. He's he's a little he's old and he's a free agent as well. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this team this team will be relevant. Yeah, for a the, while the window is wide open in my mind so i don't i don't like blaming kyle shanahan i don't think there is really anywhere to point the finger um at, at this point and the fact that you go from four and 12 to the super bowl in and of itself is no small feat hmm. so i don't know how he didn't win coach of the year i don't get it yeah i don't know i don't understand that but great season i thought it was a good game Maybe outcoached a little bit by one of the best to ever do it, but the guy overall, has like twenty years mm, experience on yeah. it too. So yeah. and the best quarterback, it goes to show how important that position is as well. And, and um, while I'm blaming Shanahan for the loss, he's the reason why they got there. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, like I think his play calling was bad at certain points in the game, but you can't get too mad at the end of the day because without him, they aren't there. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he's he's the MVP of the team at the end of the day. And Niners, I think they're honestly in better shape for the future than the Chiefs because Chiefs going to have to pay Mahomes yeah. a lot of yeah. money. Uh, Absolutely. Every day they wait is every day the price tag goes up. So they're going to have to lose a lot of guys. And I oh, think they'll always be good. They'll always be competitive. But this was this was their year. But the Niners have a cornerstone franchise piece at every position or every you know, level group. except for corner and except for running back. And running back, it makes no difference. You can put anybody back there and they'll be productive. Uh, they need corner though. That's that's the one thing that was pretty exposed. But we guys talked about at the end of the first half. In hindsight, you know, you, if you're not going to trust your quarterback to make that drive, the two minute drill at the end of the half, mm-hmm. how are you going to trust him to win you game at the end, in the fourth quarter? And I mean, I have no problem if you want to be passive, you know, and run the clock out. I was saying the same thing. I thought you should have done the same way. Yeah. But at the end of the game, all of a sudden you're going to say, okay, I didn't trust you. An hour and a half ago, but I'm going to trust you now. Mm. And while I didn't agree with that call on Kittle, the offense passing interference, it was a push off. I, I see that, but the way that game was being called, it was very, very physical, which yeah. is fine. But you got to be consistent. And they showed that video of the Kyle Rudolph push off. Yeah, I've mm. seen worse. Not versus, called. Like, yeah, like, yeah. And it's like if, if you're going to call that, then I got to call the holdings. You got to call the offsides, the hands to the face. If you're not going to call it at all, which is perfectly fine, be consistent with it. But sure. that's not the, they didn't lose because of that. Um, but yeah, the Niners, they got they got a good future. Shanahan, I think, I mean, I would say him. My Belichick's the best coach right now, obviously. Andy Reid's up there. And I, I Shanahan is three or four. I say right now, I mean, might, might be as, as accomplished as some of these guys. But and he's the smartest guy in the room everywhere he goes. Yeah. yeah Sir Belichick. I agree. Um, and kind of going off that, I've, I've seen some dynasty takes floating around mm-hmm. for the chiefs don't like that i don't see it <laughs> don't see that like Mahomes is going to get easily over 200 200 million dollars easily over 200 million. absolutely like then worth it completely worth it yeah. but you sign him can you sign chris jones are you able to keep tyree kill sure are you going to build offensive line i mean well what, and then even there? with then going i mean we just talked about it it's so hard to get to the super bowl to begin with you look at players mm-hmm. like dan marino you look at drew Brees, yeah, number one even well, casey's aaron favorite rogers. aaron Rodgers. Wow. all been chance. to one super bowl yeah. drew Brees and aaron Rodgers were lucky enough to win marino um but you'd think those great players would have ended up back in the super bowl so it's yeah. it's yeah. very difficult know. And it's a little premature to be calling anything a dynasty, let me tell you. Like, <laughs> the Chiefs are not that no. stacked. Like, yes, you have the, probably the best young quarterback. He's 24, youngest player ever to win MVP and a Super Bowl. Fantastic. But dynasty? I don't know. Ty- dynasties are great teams, not great players. Deep yeah. Durgan. There you go. I mean, <laughs> hashtag, Patriots, hashtag Patriots obviously, they have Tom Brady, but they have the best coach maybe of all time. They have no they have Hall of Famers everywhere. Yep. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, Chiefs are be good. They're good as long as Mahomes is playing. They'll be a playoff team. Yeah. Yep. And you talked about great teams, and I think that starts with culture, and that starts with 
Andy yeah. Reid. Oh, yeah. And the five seasons before he was hired, the Chiefs had a .313 winning percent, which was 29th in the NFL. They were scoring 17 points a game, which was 30th in the NFL. Uh, and the quarterbacks had a 75 passer rating, 29th in the NFL. 44 rushing touchdowns over five years, 30th in the NFL. Oh, terrible. And since they hired him, <laughs> That's so bad. .688 winning percentage. 26.8 points per game, third in the NFL. Uh, 98.7 quarterback rating, 113 rushing touchdowns. So he's clearly turned that franchise around, given them some spark. And when you have a mind like him, just like with the Niners, if you have the offensive mind and the system and a quarterback, you can continue to have success. Now, we thought the same thing like we, we just talked about with Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and, and all those guys. Um, so you have to have room to – you got you to hit on your drafts, yep. essentially, yeah. is what it is. Sort of like with the Niners, they paid their quarterback, but the other premier player on the field, pass rusher. Mm-hmm. And you have that guy on your rookie contract. Yeah. So I think the Niners window is like inverted for most teams where you want to win a Super Bowl on the rookie contract of the quarterback. I think you guys want to win a Super Bowl on the rookie contract of Nick Bosa. Yeah, I agree. And they draft really well. Not in the first two rounds, like Kittle, <laughs> Kittle, Kittle, fifth rounder. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, Debo Samuel, Some second rounder. Hidden gems. Yeah, but like they, they hit guys like who are not the most highly. They hit the most undrafted, you know, players in the league. Raheem Mostert. Mm-hmm. Raheem Mostert. They, they yeah. cut by guys. like five teams, yeah. including the Eagles. I mean, Matt Breida, yeah. who didn't play at all, but he wasn't drafted. Uh, Jimmy Ward, end of the first round, tart second rounder. So they, have, they have a lot of guys who they draft really well after early picks. And uh, that that's the stuff that dynasties need. I mean, Kittle's gonna get paid huge mm. uh, in a few weeks. I mean, they're already saying he's gonna. It's from what I hear, sources tell me, aka Twitter, <laughs> that his deal is just about done, and it's gonna mm. be uh, between thirteen and sixteen million dollars a year. And the highest paid uh, tight end right now is Kelsey, and he's at eleven. No. So. Well, I mean, he's Kittle should it. be the highest. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I there's arguably being the highest offensive non-quarterback in the league. You know, I will say one criticism of Kyle Shanahan: Kittle like disappeared in the playoffs. Yeah, like well, I don't know where the first two games they didn't throw. They didn't have to, but he was. But, it didn't seem like he was yeah. a focal point of the game plan at all. Not like oh, we have to get George Kittle the ball. He was getting doubled a lot, uh, especially in the first half. But I mean. You can still scheme him open. Find a way to get him some touches. Get get him the ball, and he'll run everybody over. Yeah, he's such a a guy. He can add so much juice when he makes a play. Like, the whole team can feed off of it. Yeah, 100%. Even, yeah, like you said, if if they're doubling him, sure. But find find ways to the ultimate schemer, Kyle Shanahan, find a way to scheme him open. There there was one play where he was wide open. He was. Yeah, I saw it. It was was the third down when they were up by three. Mm. And he just didn't even look at him. It's like... Every time we should look at George Kittle first. <laughs> yeah. And then if he's not open, look for Debo. Or that was the down. one where afterwards he was visibly like frustrated. Yeah, like he, he jumped up like, damn, like yeah. I was open. Because yeah. he had, I mean, he had nobody behind him. Mm-hmm. And even if it was, he was going to get a full head of steam and just knock everybody on their ass. Yeah. Yeah. But um, another, yeah, I mean, that. it's a valid criticism. The other criticism and kind of speaks to what Jurgen was saying about why not run the ball a little bit more. Yeah. Raheem Mostert in this he game, came, yeah, I mean, it, it was he was quiet because they didn't. They only gave him twelve carries compared to past mm-hmm. games. He had 20, twenty nine on the Packers. Yeah, I know, I uh, but he was averaging almost seven. I think seven yards per carry. Yeah. So there was there was no good. reason not to give him more carries as well. Give more carries to Debo, who's like the ultimate like X yeah. factor now. Three mm-hmm. carries for fifty three yards. He ended that game, and, and you have him on a rookie deal, so you have him yeah. for three more years. Yeah. Very cheap. Yeah. yeah, that's the important of draft. The importance yeah. of draft picks is co- contracts, really. Yeah. salary implications. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's a tough game. Obviously, I only cried myself to sleep that night, but I got a feeling the Niners will be back. I'm not saying it's yeah. to the Super Bowl, but I, they'll they're not going away anytime soon. They have a no. good culture, good scheme, good you know structure. It comes down to can't even the big one. Yeah, they're yeah. set up for success, so yeah. I'm not worried. They'll be all right. Tough division, though, but they'll, they'll, they'll be all right. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And I will say, we sort of breezed over the, we like, Mahomes is great, all that. 
what Andy Reid did as far as offensive scheme, like he did some cool. He had a bunch of specials. He had some fourth down play calls. Yeah, yeah. was super aggressive, aggressive, and he had a plan for like every single scenario. Mm-hmm. He had a fourth, fourth and one play call from the the plus twenty. He had yeah. a goal line play call to get the first touchdown of the game he had that special on fourth and one at like the the six yard line was that the one where they spun around yeah Yeah. that was so cool yeah i don't know what the point of that was pointless (laughs) it's uh no difference at all but i was like all right it's just it's window dressing so it's a way to like that spin doesn't look as obvious because it was a direct snap to the running back right and if you like take a step over it's very obvious like oh now the running backs aligned behind the center you know what I mean? But moves. if everyone's spinning at once and like that's a lot of things to look at, all of a sudden the running back's right behind the center, maybe you don't notice yeah. that. It's a half second Fair enough. late, you don't see it, all of a sudden the ball's in the running back's hands. And, and I mean it's forward. misdirection too, like it kind of throws you off as yeah. a defender. You're just like, what are they doing? Yeah, exactly. What's what is this? Oh, something's <laughs> happening. Yeah. I don't know what, but it's happening. Read pregame was like, okay, I'm going to be aggressive. If I'm going to go down, I'm going down swinging. Yeah. And I mean, that props to them. Like he was fine. Like you did good. I mean, a lot of stuff he schemed, like the receivers just like burned him, and a lot of like mm-hmm. poor play by Niners. But I mean, I called it run the ball, attack Sherman, and they yeah. did that. They got to it. To a they team. did. They yeah, Damian Williams, hundred yards. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he he had a good game, and that's the way to beat the Niners team is to run the ball because they have so many good pass rushers that they only want to rush for. They're not going to blitz you. Mm-hmm. So there's room, and they uh, took advantage of it. I mean, uh, the defense played as well as you could. They played have, well. Have, oh yeah. Well, for you could, for fifty-five minutes, and they, or and they got gassed out minutes. at the end. You can tell yeah. they were a little tired. For sure. Been... But they shut down that Chiefs offense to ten points. If you yeah. said like the Chiefs are going to have ten points with ten minutes left in the fourth quarter, you'd be like, yeah, the Niners are blowing them out. It's probably like yeah. thirty or something to ten right yeah. now because uh, twenty points wasn't going to win them that game. Obviously no. it didn't. But yeah. like, I knew like you know. You gotta get twenty seven. I get thirty four. Like that's the only way you're gonna win. Yeah. yeah. What happened to hammer the over? Durgan? <laughs> we were Quote, close from last episode on the over under. I think it was like fifty fifty four point five or something. Fifty four point five points. Yeah. And Durgan said that hammer was, the over. That was didn't rough. happen. I didn't take into account uh, shenanigans by the Niners. Uh, shenanigans <laughs> by the Niners. How good that's, they would play. That's a good excuse. How bad they would play on offense. Okay. Whatever. I'm over it. <laughs> All right. I didn't bet on it anyway. Thank goodness. Uh, uh, let's yeah, move on. My life sucks. All right. What yeah, do you What do you on. think, guys? Notable free agents. Yeah, we can do notable free agents. There's a okay. lot of quarterbacks. There is a bunch this. of quarterbacks. Kind of weird. I would like to plug before we move on that uh, someone won the postseason crown as oh. far as game picks. Yes. And Casey picked. We were me. tied. Casey picked the Chiefs. I picked the Niners. So that puts Casey at an eight and three postseason record, and myself at a seven and four, and a Durgan at a whopping zero and zero. Well, he had a zero and a one. He picked the Niners. Uh, zero was even worse. <laughs> no, I was, not, I was unofficially like ten and one. If my picks weren't recorded, uh, so sure, I everything sure. perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. me too. So you're the Patriots yeah. losing in the Super Bowl. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Those Super Bowl jokes. All right, notable free agents. No, okay. but Casey, congrats. You won that. I won the regular season. Durgan, maybe you can win the draft. Uh, let's oh, move on to, to notable free agents. Who should we start off with? We're going to talk about each free agent, maybe five-ish, and what we see them doing, where if we think their team resigns them, maybe if they walk, um, just what their mindset is. Should we start with first on the list? I think yeah, so. Yeah, let's, let's get the big guys out of the way, and then All episodes right. down the road, we'll, Break we'll down. go into more depth and, yeah. and give a... Quick reactions yeah. here. It's quick reactions. Quick, yeah. So this guy, he's got quite the hips. <laughs> Shakira, hips don't lie. His no. hips lie, though. I don't think the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys should pay Dak Prescott what Dak Prescott wants. Yes, he had a great season. Um, is he the long-term answer? Question mark. If he isn't, who is? Exactly. Exactly. That's kind of what it is. Like he don't fall in love with uh, a guy that's not there. You know, like don't get rid of someone just to get rid of someone. Is he asking too much? Probably. But are you going to find anyone that's better than he is and that knows? Uh, well, I guess he doesn't need to know the system because Mike McCarthy is going to come in. I, I would say if Mike McCarthy feels confident working with Dak Prescott, and I don't know what Mike McCarthy's opinion is, but you would know better than anyone. Yeah, uh, or better than anyone here, I should say. <laughs> well, his previous strategy was, "Hey, Aaron Rodgers, go make a play." Yeah. So here's the ball. If he score. thinks Dak Prescott can do that, then I, I think he'll be back. Um, but. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't go 
searching for someone else at this point. I, I don't know who you would get that's going to be a free agent that you could tie down long, long term, except for maybe Tannehill, who we might talk about in a little bit. All right, he's but Prescott's better than Tannehill. Hot take. Tom Brady? No. Stop. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's, a, that's a very, very jerry move. Because Do you have anyone in the wings? Like, they're not going to have a drive. If you take Tom Brady, you're hoping to win. So you're not going to get a good draft. I right. could easily see. The thing about the NFL, though, it's not like the NBA. So if you have a bad draft pick, you can trade the farm up for a good draft pick. People do it all the time. They see a quarterback, they fall in love, they trade way too much draft capital to go up and get their guy. Sounds a lot like Blake Bortles. It, it's yeah. If, if they got Tom Brady, it's the ultimate Jerry Jones move. They trade up for yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I'm saying they should not do that. I mean, yeah, yeah. But it I sounds like yeah, Jerry they Jones. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but even getting Tom Brady, that that I don't think fixes their problems. No, it would be a stopgap for sure. But I don't know. I think we see a huge regression from Dak Prescott this Ooh, year. Hot take. I think he played way above his ability last year. Um, I think they end up losing some pieces just due to cap casualties. They oh. won't have the money to go around. Well, they've they have like the most ca- like second most cap space, but a lot of free agents too. Yeah. Well, when you pay Dak, you won't. Yeah. Well, they have a second <laughs> most cap space because he's on this rookie deal. I think they're gonna franchise Dak, see what goes down in free agency, and then before the year starts, resign to a long term deal, five yeah. plus years. How about this? Let's let's group all these Dallas free agents into one. one yeah. That might give a better picture. So, so they Dak, have Amari Cooper as well. And Byron Jones. And Byron Jones. Byron Jones is gone. So who are those three? What's the priority on those three? Well, I almost feel like you can't not pay Amari Cooper. You yeah. gave yeah. up a first-round so pick. Amari Cooper, if he's... Amari... Oh, fuck. He's got you shook. He's got you shook like the Eagles DBs. <laughs> Uh, if Amari Cooper is number one, you got to pay him first. That's going to limit. There's almost only so many so many cookies in the pot to to spread around yeah. or in the jar. I guess some people might keep them in a pot, but usually they're in a jar. Um, Sounds like Casey was doing yeah. something with some pot. Yeah, what's, what's going on, man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I think Byron Jones is clearly the the odd man he's, out he's if out. you can only sign two of those. There's no way he stays. And I think that's a mistake, though. He's an elite young cornerback. I don't know if he's... Or safety. He can play both. Uh, is he a top 8 to 12 corner? Yeah. Is he a top 5 corner? I wouldn't say so. I would say he's, he's top in, 6. He's going he's to get paid top 5. And it's just... Yeah, they have a lot of young corners there. You, you got to pay Dak. You got to pay Cooper. Cooper, because he gave up so much for him. And he's a very good player. Like He deserves yeah. the money. And Dak, you have no one to replace him. Like, Sounds gonna, like a shit reason to resign anybody. <laughs> like that's how quarterbacks are, though. Like I know, unless like you have someone who's like better and ready to go, like well, you have you can, nobody. You can always franchise tag him. You're fran- I think franchise tag him, see what happens, and then you got to resign for the season starts because unless you want to suck this year, which they're not going to do because they have a decent enough roster, uh, that there's like two good quarterbacks next year, top mm-hmm. two picks, and after that it'll be a crapshoot again. Yeah, it could be another Patrick Mahomes in there, but I mean, you can't take that risk. And I think Dak Prescott—if Jimmy G can make a Super Bowl, Dak Prescott can make a Super Bowl. They're very comparable in my yeah. eyes. Dak's a little more mobile, can move actually. But, yeah, um, I would agree with that. I, yeah, I pay Cooper and Dak long-term deals. I think I that's agree. what they do. Uh, I think wherever Byron Jones goes, though, he makes them regret it. No, no, I'm not a huge Byron Jones guy. I think he's good. I don't think he's—he's—he's he's, he's a freak. I mean, he's going to your Eagles. Heard it here first. I'll take him, man. He's going to we, we need a receiver more, though, so we can have somebody yeah, they'll, with they'll over they'll 400 yards this they'll, season. They'll drop yeah. a receiver. be nice. They'll dump Aguilar and get a receiver. Yeah. Draft. draft like four receivers, please. <laughs> yeah. First four rounds. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you mentioned them. Tom Brady, mm-hmm. what is he going to do? I think he stays the Patriots, no doubt, but some people have some crazy yeah. theories out there. I think he will never see him in another jersey. Yeah. So either he decides to hang it up, he realizes he just can't play at the level that he wants to, because that's that's when players like him retire, is when their body doesn't keep up with what their mind thinks that, mm-hmm. that they're capable of. Yeah. Um, and we saw it a little bit this season. He will always play above average. He'll mm-hmm. always play better than the average quarterback. Yeah. Um, and that's just because he's done it at a high level for so long, and his the, his the mental side of things he's probably unparalleled in the league right now. Yeah. But um, I think 
maybe he comes back on like a one-year $30 million it's deal. It's going to be a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like something a lot guaranteed, but like one year. And he comes back, gives the Patriots a chance to figure it out for another season. If he leaves, the Patriots are not even a playoff team next year. Depends who they get a quarterback. Yeah. Who are they going to get? They have Bridgewater. Swap old quarterbacks. Ta- You're going to get Tannehill? Go get Phillip Rivers. Seems like Tannehill's the only guy out there. Exactly. You can get Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. I mean, yeah, Rivers. No way. Jason Stidham. Is, from uh, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question though. I get Bill Belichick is like probably miles ahead of Anthony Lynn, mm-hmm. but the rest of the team on the Patriots nowhere near the Chargers in no, talent, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, but, Rivers, but if you're looking for a stopgap, but R- Rivers pay. just moved his family to Florida, and he's the most like family-driven guy. Yeah. I. I mean, I. Also on our list, I want to spoil it, but I think Rivers is done. I think he retires. I wouldn't be surprised. Either. Yeah, I think, well, I think I, I, that's not a hot I mean, take. That's a there, that's a there's, good take. I, well, probably two one option from the go Tampa Bay, and I don't yeah. think they will go with him. No, I'm gonna be shocked, I so. but I think he's done. But Brady, yeah, Brady's kind of like their only option. I, I think it's less Brady wanting to, wanting to be back and more whether Belichick wants him back. Yeah, because Belichick's a guy that's notorious for like. I'd rather get get rid of you a year early than a year late. Yep. I, I'll just go get someone to plug in for you, and we'll we'll make it work. So, with a guy that has that much power, I know the owner Robert Kraft has expressed that he wants Tom Brady back. Mm-hmm. But Belichick's the brains; he's the GM; he's that organization. I think maybe even more so than Tom Brady, even though they've been tied throughout their careers. Um, I think Brady wants to be back, and I think he wants to be wanted back. Yeah, and that's sort of what he wants the money for uh, 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 to signify, like, "Hey, we're willing to pay you money that signifies we want you here, not just like a veteran minimum or a, no, a no low way. ball deal that's like he's, twenty he's million so that's beneath him." It's going to yeah. be a fat guaranteed amount, but I think it's going to be like one year. And It'll is be Belichick is Belichick going to want to do that? I don't know. I think he does, but I don't think he wants to. Yeah, I think we'll, he's going to end up doing it, but. Will Belichick be able to not do it if Robert Kraft is like, yo, Bill, my guy? I mean, one of those guys is a billionaire and one of them isn't. And uh, the billionaire ultimately makes the decisions. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this whole like Jimmy G like controversy with Brady, how much yeah. you believe it, up to your opinions. But I, I think Belichick, now he's, he's late 60s, so he doesn't have that much left and tank know, dude, that so i think he's be- his best bet soul to, win- to soul his yeah. best bet to win next year is with brady does bill belichick retire when brady retires no i you think, don't think so no. why no, is josh no. mcdaniel still there because uh, he burned the colts and yeah, nobody wants him anymore. yeah but the re- he must have come back because he knew something like hey listen bill got like one or two years josh you're the guy you're the next man up why else would you do that possibly and know. then the colts get frank reich and frank reich looks like a genius yeah well, he might not because Andrew Luck isn't there anymore. But yeah, but even without Andrew Luck, the they way they played, they're good. Everybody yeah, wrote sure. them off immediately. Team. Yeah, like no, oh, no Andrew Luck. This team is the worst. Yeah, they played really well. They did. So I they, we, they were of, one of my ten AFC teams. They were. Like. You like every? You're just an AFC fan. You're gonna be like so. uh, Rob Lowe out there, but with an AFC <laughs> cap. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, the shield. I'm a little bit more allegiant than Rob Lowe. Yeah, than Rob Lowe. Yeah, Rob Lowe. I thought he was. I honestly thought it was a ref at first. That was the best hat I've seen in my entire life. Yeah. All right. Uh, who's next? Let's talk about uh, another quarterback. I think this one is one of two options, but Drew Brees. Yeah. I think he said he's either going to retire or he's going to be a saint. Yeah. And he's going to take some time to figure that out. And then that'll be that. I think. I think that's. I think he comes back. But as douchey as it sounds, if I'm the Saints, I don't want him back. I'd rather move forward with Bridgewater. One of the things you get rid of him a year too early than a year too late. Because you can't afford Breeze, Hill, and Bridgewater. That's just not going to happen. And then yeah. you obviously you want Hill. Peyton says he can be the quarterback of the future. Did he say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says he thinks he's like Steve Young and a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Taysom Which, I mean, I don't agree with. Yeah. But if he actually believes that... Sounds like he's hyping up his trade value to me. Well, yeah, he's a restricted free agent. Yeah. But he, no one's, I mean, he's a very valuable player. But the price tag he's going to get... Is not worth it. Yeah, he's got uh, a. I mean, we haven't seen him take real quarterback reps. Exactly. So, I mean, and and Peyton has, and so. he's like thirty years old, I think. Yeah, he's not young. Uh, I think like twenty-eight, but he's not young. 
He's not uh, a young guy where you can like, well, let's take a couple of years and figure out what he's got kind of yeah. kind of deal. Uh, but yeah, I think Breeze comes back and Bridgewater goes. No idea where, but... Um, yeah, he's 29. He's gone. And Breeze comes back and Hill comes back. I'd agree with that. I think Breeze comes back at least One more year. year. One more year. Yeah. Maybe even two. He, to me, I mean, he has much better weapons, but he looked more dangerous out there than like Tom Brady. And mm, I think they're yeah. up there similar in age. Yeah. Um, move, let's move on to another quarterback. Uh, arguably, I think the most available potentially, Ryan Tannehill. By available, do you mean like he's single? And, uh, <laughs> no, I mean he's like he, he, could, be the, he could be the most coveted out of these because he could be sure. like Dak Prescott. Yeah. It's he's, almost as if like, hey, all right, well, the Cowboys are going to sign him. We're not even going to pursue it. Tom Brady, probably the same sort of stigma behind like Patriot for life. Yeah. There's not really an opportunity there. Drew Brees, exactly the same. So if you're a quarterback needy team and you don't have a good draft pick, mm-hmm. you're looking, hey, Ryan Tannehill played real well. He's getting a franchise. He did. He's getting a franchise. Do you think he's getting a franchise no, no, tag? You, you have to at this point. Yeah. They're done with Mariota. Like, they moved on. Unless they want Bridgewater and he comes available. But is there a huge difference between Tannehill and Bridgewater? Maybe, I think so. Maybe not. I mean, I think they're very equivalent. I mean, if Tannehill can play the way he played when he came in as a starter, there is a big difference. He played, I mean, he played, played at a high level. Bridgewater was lights out when he played in his five games this year. He played very well. Not every game. But he played very well. Though. I mean, also, I mean, he had Derrick Henry, Tannehill, who was just mm-hmm. turned yeah. into the second coming of Jesus Christ. Well, Bridgewater had Michael Thomas and yeah, Alvin Kamara, yeah. who didn't play didn't as play well. Much. But but that running game, I mean, he, they relied on the running game. Obviously, Michael Thomas is the best receiver, arguably, in football. So I, I see what you mean. But I don't see a huge difference. I don't think Tannehill is going to all of a sudden be a franchise quarterback. Well, I think what you said, you kind of hedge your bet. You franchise tag him, see if you can prove that yeah, he, earned, he deserves that money. Yeah. And if so, you negotiate that contract as soon as possible. Because if he can continue the form that he was in, um, that's a franchise then, quarterback. Then, yeah. yeah. And they could, they'll reassign Derrick Henry, too. I don't know about I, that. We'll dive into that. That's on this list. But that, well, Casey, you had a yeah. thought? Like, like the Cowboys, I think those two players are tied together pretty closely. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. And they even have the opportunity to transition tag one of them, which just allows them to match any offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone offers Tannehill $120 million over two years, they yeah, can be like, go. okay, we're going to match that. Or they can be like, oh, no, you can have them. Yeah. Um, so it's letting the market decide their value, and then they decide whether they want to retain them for that price is what the transition tag would do. But it's a one-year deal, I think. Um, yeah, it's, it's the same as uh, franchise, but more yeah. openness. Yeah, so you just get to let the market decide their value instead of negotiating negotiating it yourself. Um, Let's talk about Derrick Henry then. Same team, teammates. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think those you, two are tied. You I gotta think you let them him walk, man. I, I, I would let them walk too. Personally, they're not going to. Though. Here's why. Derrick Henry publicly stated he was asked about it about contract negotiations, and he yeah. said Zeke's deal is the floor. He said he misinterpreted that question, though. Who did? Derrick Henry. He misinterpreted the question that was asked of him. Yeah. So he said he thought that, like, oh, Zeke is, like, the premier running back right now. Of, like, he holds the floor as the top running back right now. Not that that's the floor for my contract negotiations. That's just very poor wording, um, then. Yeah, I almost wish he had said it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the way he played, he he deserves more than Zeke, arguably. I agree. Like, if that's agree. market value. And it might just been, like, after the fact, PR people being like, oh, Shut you, up. you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Like, let's backtrack a little yeah. bit. He's, but he did backtrack. So. That sounds a little weird. He's like, going to get paid. Oh, what I meant was blah, yeah. blah, blah. Eh, he went know, to Alabama, dude. so maybe his education isn't yeah. the best. But Alabama's a great school. Don't hate on the Crimson Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. Uh, Zeke, I mean, $90 million, six-year contract. That's a lot for a running back, man. That's a lot. I mean, that's I, a, that's lot. a lot. I'm in the belief that you never pay big money for running back. Like, never. I don't yeah. care who it is. You just don't do it. But in their sense, they, they think they can win now. Obviously, the center post is a run. They're kind of built for power run. They so, are. Again, yeah. who are you going to replace them with? There's, yeah. no, there's no replacement for Derrick Henry out there. Ideally, you can sign him for like a two or three year deal and just stack the money up, but yeah. that's not going to happen. He's going to want something more security long term. It's tough, but you got to do it. You have to do it. That's why. That's why Tannehill. I think you give him one year to see if he's anything worth like for the future. Yeah, because uh, they're kind of tied together. But yeah, he's he's going to get the biggest. 
I think DR for running back. Would you franchise? Would you franchise Derrick Henry? I'd uh, sign Tannehill. If depending on, I mean, maybe the deal, maybe Tannehill takes it'd be his first lucrative contract. Maybe that he takes a little less than what you would. The thing is, if you can get a good de- good deal relative to how Tannehill played. You know what I mean? Like I it'd, it'd be a lot yeah. of money, for, and there'd be some uncertainties. But if he pans out, and you have sort of a bargain at quarterback, yeah. it opens up a lot of things for your team. If I can it get does. Tannehill for like a two or three year deal, shit ton of money, all guaranteed, whatever, I would then franchise tag Henry. Do you give Tannehill the Kirk Cousins deal? Yeah, eighty four million. Not, 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 three not years, eighty four million. Not, not all as high as that. But if I went like three years, sixty five well, million. It's been two years since that deal, so that might be. A low rate now. I would give him the Kirk Cousins deal. I think he's equitable to Kirk Cousins. He's that good, though. Um, he fits in that scheme and that offense incredibly well. And I think that's an underrated thing yeah. that people overlook a lot of the time. You can see this flashy guy. Oh, he put up a ton of numbers in Bruce Arians' offense or something. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to put up a ton of, ton of numbers in Kyle Shanahan's offense. I'm almost much my plan. I'm, I'm going with the Kirk Cousins short-term lucrative Derrick Henry franchise. I think that's the best bet. You um, mean Tannehill? Tannehill, yeah. Tannehill, Tannehill gets the Kirk Cousins. Sh- the short-term lucrative. <laughs> so Tannehill gets the Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then type deal. And then Henry yes. gets the one-year franchise, franchise, sixteen million franchise. Yeah. And honestly, you can do it again and franchise in back-to-back years. And he would point, love that, I'm sure. I, I, th- I, think, yeah, I don't <laughs> think he'd be too upset, but no, he'd be uh, he'd, he'd be, be very upset. upset. Exposes him to injury. So if he gets hurt, yeah. then all of a sudden he's. Well, security, he's but I think he's getting that guaranteed $16 million. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But he could get that as a free but agent. But then you saw happen with Melvin Gordon. You sit out. Yeah. Your stock can go down quick. True. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be nervous about giving Derrick Henry anything more than a three year deal. I think three years of max. And yeah. he'll get more than that. Yeah. So tough. I'd give we'll him, I'd give him more. I'd give him a four year deal. I give him four to six. Easy. I think, I think he's, he's, he's a left. unique running back. There are no more. The league is cyclical, man. We're seeing it where everybody in the past five years have said, oh, it's a passing league. Everybody's passing the ball. Throwing all the time is the most important thing. We're going to get these tiny little linebackers and yeah. who are good in pass pro. And then what do you do? You get fucking Derrick Henry out there, 250 pounds. <laughs> no 215-pound linebacker is going to be able to tackle this monster that's four, runs a 4 five forty. It's it's cyclical in that sense. I think we're kind of seeing a resurgence of the the run game, um, and you saw it with the Niners too. Different style of run, but the run game I think is going to be a lot more prominent moving forward. And whether that's committee or whether that's an elite running back is a whole other question. I don't know that you pay Zeke ninety mil, for instance. I don't know that you pay Derrick Henry all that money necessarily. But if there's any running back that I see right now deserving of it, it's probably Derrick Henry yeah like todd Gurley. i I think he's the premier guy right now in the nfl yeah as far as running backs go and he's still like 24 he's 26 so that's what i meant (laughs) which is what what made me hesitant about giving him more than a four yeah four years puts him at 30 okay so you put you give him if you give him a long-term deal you you structure it in a way that you have zero risk towards the end of the deal you front load it and then by the time he he hits 29 years old cut him which is generally, I think, when running backs start losing a step, mm-hmm. 29 to 30, you have the flexibility to cut him. Maybe you don't need to because he's just such a physical specimen, yeah. but you have that flexibility to be able to do that. You're not- he's had a lot of injuries in his career. Like, he's not as dur- durable as he looks. Like, he missed a game this year. He's missed games throughout his whole career. Like Little small things, nothing like no towards ACL or something serious, but he's, he's not... You know, he gets dinged up because he, he has up. an insane amount of carries. Yeah, yeah that, that's a risky run. So, yeah, but... We'll see what happens. It's, he's worth the risk in my mind. Risk it for the biscuit. High risk, high reward. Derek Henry. <laughs> Your guy. That's the guy. Your guy. I'm he's, sure he eats he's a legit, lot of biscuits. Dude. He's legit. Nashville. Man, I might even put him out a pass rusher. <laughs> I mean, that would <laughs> be a bad beast. idea. Off the edge. 250, nobody runs that fast. I've, yeah. I have not seen it. Um, yeah, he's insane. Who, who's next? Who should we talk about? Do you want to go to the NFL Awards? Sure. No, that. Let's save that for... Save it? Next episode. I Just think. kidding. I talk about that today. All right. Next. You'll uh, have to wait, even though you already know. Um, <laughs> Spoilers. Now tune in next we're week. Gonna, we're going to revisit our picks and projections for who were who was going to win those awards. MVP, Defensive Player yeah. of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. We'll recap who we chose, 
and we'll talk about who won and why we think they deserved it or why they didn't. Um, but that will be next episode, so tune in on episode 25. Let's dive into... What did we say we were going to dive into? Hunter Henry? Yeah, we're going to finish off with AJ Green and Hunter Henry. Well, let's do Hunter Henry first because we can do Hunter Henry and Austin Hooper. Both okay. tight ends. Group the tight ends. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because Kittle is getting paid. Mentioned earlier, he's going to set the market. So these guys are going to get paid a lot. Even Hunter Henry, who has some injury concerns, uh, I think he'll get a short-term deal from the Chargers, like $10 million a year over a year or two years. The Hooper, I think he leaves goes somewhere else. Don't know where exactly. Maybe like the Giants or a team that needs a... Packers know, a, need a, someone. A, a weapon that... Weapon he to, strikes me as like a... Packers take a shot on a tight end that doesn't pan out type player. Like <laughs> Austin Hooper, that's our favorite kind of tight end. <laughs> Austin Hooper going to the Packers and then just falling off a cliff. Yeah. I think because the, the Falcons are kind of in flux, so I don't they know yeah. what... I mean, they're paying Julio a lot of money, still playing Devonta Freeman a lot of money. Too much money. Devonta Freeman's like the fifth highest paid running back, yeah, which is crazy. absurd. Crazy. So I think he Jarek goes, McKinnon, by the way, is like sixth. He's gone after this year, yeah. so I'm not too worried about that. But, uh, yeah, Hooper, he's going to go somewhere and get paid a lot of money again. Because they're kind of in the renaissance of the tight end. Like, they're not just guys who block. Like, they're guys who can do it all. Do everything. Yeah. And both these yeah. guys can do it both. Like, both good blockers and can catch. Yeah. And that sort of ties into what Cyrus was saying. How the league is shifting towards being bigger and having bigger backs and tight ends that can actually block now. So mm-hmm. you're going to have more heavy personnel and people that can bully those small linebackers. Yeah. Um, concern with Hunter Henry, I think, is his injury mm-hmm. history. Every um, year. Every year, it seems like he's beat up for oh. a good couple months. But the talent is clearly there. Mm. Um, you might be able to get him on a cheaper deal because of that. He's only 25. Um, so if you want to bank on him, you might only get him for half a season every year. But is that worth it to you? I don't know. Um, doesn't make... Uh, depends who the quarterback for the Chargers is, I think. If they think they're going to have a quarterback, you keep him. If you're going to be rebuilding a little bit, you'll let him go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And they're, they're kind of in flux, too. Like yeah, they, they have are. a really good roster, but no quarterback to like get them to over the Get them anywhere. Yeah. Like Bridgewater might be able to. I think they yeah. dropped the guy personally. But they have Tyrod Taylor right now, which is Teddy Bridgewater light, maybe. Yeah. Or it's not the worst stopgap. I feel like that's been There's, his entire he's, career. He's which, a stopgap quarterback. Yeah. Quarterback. He's the stopgap. Man, Pro Bowl. He made a Pro Bowl, so... Did he really? Yeah, yeah he did. Bills, Bills. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too much draft coverage, but I think they'll drop the quarterback first round. Yeah. And then have that guy sit for a year and go with Tyrod Taylor. But is Tyrod Taylor going to make it you know, to the playoffs? No. So, gotta let, maybe let Henry move on. Yeah. A team like the Packers or maybe a team like the Patriots who will pay times, yeah. one year... A lot of money. Kind Stay of prove healthy, it. play well. And prove it, but like pay you enough for like you're gonna come. Yeah. So I think if idea. you're gonna if you're gonna take a chance on Hunter Henry, you need to have a plan B as well. You need to be the team yeah. that has two yeah. tight ends, runs twelve personnel, and then also has your third guy. Yeah. Uh you cannot throw all of your eggs in this broken <laughs> basket. <laughs> it will not work out well. Um uh, damage, not when broken. he's there, Hunter Henry is has the potential to be a top five tight end in this league. Mm. when he's available i think he is yeah yeah Yeah. when he's available yeah so that's a big if like if he can stay out there i think he's going to be worth whatever money you you pay him so i I don't know yeah i agree maybe you evaluate your medical staff and see if they're (laughs) up for the job but he's legit so i i would take a shot at him i don't know if i feel the same about austin hooper though he's been quieter and i think that somewhat has to do with the falcons going quieter themselves Mm -hmm. and uh, not having a ton of success, so a lot of people haven't seen him. When was the last time you saw the the Falcons on national TV, the Thanksgiving game or something? When yeah. Young Way Coop was kicking on second, yeah, he Young Young Coop. Coop. Okay, that guy's legit with the <laughs> onside, onside kicks. Kick in the league. That guy's legit with the onside kicks. Yes. But he's a safer option, much safer than Hunter Henry. He's healthy, higher uh, floor, higher floor, lower ceiling. ceiling. He's really young. He's like 24, 25 as well, so he can. Yeah, you can give you. He's in his prime. He actually hasn't even entered his prime yet, in theory. Yeah. So he's not going to be a guy like Kittle's going to have a thousand yards, multiple years. But if you want to get a blocker and a guy get you eight hundred yards, red zone target. Yeah. You can do a lot worse. Don't get me wrong. He's a starting tight end in this league. I just don't think he has the same 
potential yeah. that yeah. Hunter Henry has. Agreed. And if injuries weren't a thing, which unfortunately it's a part, big part of this game and it's impacted a lot of players in a lot of bad ways. But if it wasn't a thing, Hunter Henry would be one of the best tight ends in the league right now. 100%. Yeah. Um, Austin Hooper. Be fourth. I don't think he'd be fourth. I think he's. Henry? Oh, no. But Henry would be saying fourth. Austin Hooper. No, Hooper's top five, six. Hooper's like 10th, maybe. Oh, well, no. Yeah. There's not that many good tight ends. Yeah, not that many good tight ends. Eh. They're, they're, they're coming back, but they're not all the way back yet. I mean, no order. Kittle. Kittle's first. Okay. Kelsey, Ertz, <laughs> Hunter Henry. Besides that, who's better than... I think David Hooper? Njoku's better. I think Dallas Goddard, the other, the other tight end on the Eagles, is better. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you lost me. You lost me. He's he's legit. He's good, but Austin Hooper's really good. Like, Hooper's very good. Uh, Travis Kelsey? Yeah, he's yeah, so uh, I would take Delaney Walker. No. Evan no, Ingram? Delaney Walker is, like, Evan Ingram? Now. I would take Jared Cook. I would probably take Old. Greg Olson, wherever he, he lands. But these guys are also, yeah. like, 30... Five, three, We're six, just saying yeah. t- talent-wise, though, right now. Like, right today. Yeah. yeah maybe I would take yeah. all these guys over Austin Hooper. But in two years, where Olsen and Cook are retired and Hooper is in his prime. I might even take Tyler Eifert and just take no. a flyer on <laughs> No. Him. God, no. 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 You never know, dude. That guy, I, I'm a Notre Dame fan. That guy's terrible. I used to love him in fantasy football. I drafted him every year, and he, he would had, always he had, like, disappoint 40 me. catches, but half more touchdowns. Yeah. It's incredible. He had, very boom talk about, like, a high ceiling that was never reached. Yeah. 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 That's Tyler sure. Eifert. Every year. Uh, who's the Miami, uh, the Miami tight end? Gusecki. Mike Gusecki. Oh, yeah. I like him. I like Noah, uh, Noah Fant. I mean, oh, yeah, I think yeah. I'm too, but I'm saying, like, Hooper is much more proven than these guys. He's and much more proven. The older guys, he's younger and higher I'm, upside. I like potential and upside, and Hooper, I think, has reached the peak. I don't think he's going to get better than he's been. I think he gets better. I don't think he does, and I, we'll see. This will be interesting see. to watch, but... Um, he's going to get a lot of money. How much will determine? All right, last one. Sure. Last AJ one. AJ Green. Patriots, oh, boy, AJ Green, <laughs> happening. <laughs> that Patriots. actually could be feasible. He's going to go for a one or two year deal with a very good team. Patriots, Packers, maybe. I don't see that as much yeah. though. I think he will see the Patriots, and that'll be it for him. I think the Patriots would probably be a good fit. That's, that's unfortunately, good Seahawks maybe. Seahawks. Uh, they don't have Josh Gordon anymore. Let's be yeah. real. Let's be real. The only place he should go is home <laughs> and rest and just chill and just not get hurt. Because the dude has been basically unable to play, like. Uh, but th- I don't know. He could have. Played I don't this think year. he was out all year this year with a sprained ankle. Yeah, I think he could easily have played if they were not one in fifteen. Yeah. All right. I, he, I disagree. He, he's older. He's, he's been hurt 31. constantly, dude. Yeah. He had a hamstring or. I'm also super but... salty because I drafted him, <laughs> and he was supposed to come back and win me the league. Did well, not, and not then happen. Antonio Brown, and just shit fell apart. But he was part of it, and he Steelers, another team. Yeah, maybe. But I want to know if he did that maybe. to the Bengals. I think he's very loyal to the Bengals, but they're so bad, and they are. They, they they would be smart not to resign him. I think they. Joe Burrow needs help. He, he but does. do you think he says to his agent, "Go get me a one-year prove-it deal. I want to show everybody I can still play." Because I feel like the money he gets now is not going to be the money he wants. His market value at this point has to be a lot lower than it should be for what at one point was considered a legit number one receiver in this league. I look yeah. for a two-year deal for the sole fact that if he busts that one year, like the next year he sucks, he's done. Like He's never getting any money again. No. Two years, though, you'll still get a good amount of money. You'll be 33, but then you can buy another two years off of that. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tricky one. But I think he's going, no matter what, he's going to go to the top team. That makes most sense. Yeah, yeah, but then flip side, if you go to a top team, you don't really have much leverage in terms of contract negotiations. You take Maybe what they give you. he doesn't care anymore. Yeah. It's possible. Made a lot of money it's possible. Career. But it's another thing when that mon- that number is in front of you and you have to decide whether you want to accept <laughs> that money. <laughs> yeah, so that's fair enough. So, you know, fair enough. It's easier for us to say because... Yeah. But, all yeah. broke. Yeah. All broke. So, for sure. I think that's going to wrap things up here, guys. Um, we have had a blast with you in episode 24 please do us a huge favor go to our website check us out weeklyspiral.com you can find all our different social handles you can read casey's latest blog casey what's the what's the newest blog post coming up it's how the chiefs won the super bowl the top three reasons why we touched on some of them but it's a little bit more in depth with some gift breakdowns and explaining how the the scheme worked for the chiefs i will not read that one you will you know you will (laughs) when will that be available for the beautiful listeners to check out if you're listening to this podcast it's up and available for you to read. 
There we go. Boom. Check it out. Weeklyspiral.com. You can find all our social handles there. We have uh, daily clips, uh, latest NFL highlights, as well as some clips of this episode on our Instagram handles. Check us out on Twitter. We're pretty active during game days. Um, And yeah, with that, we're really glad you guys tuned in. And as Durgan always says, good night and good luck.